Welcome. You're listening to Blood Advances Talks. Blood Advances Talks are scholarly review articles that are presented in an audio format and published in the American Society of Hematology's open access journal, Blood Advances. Transcripts for Blood Advances Talks undergo the same rigorous peer review process as all articles published in Blood Advances and can be downloaded by visiting bloodadvances.org. We thank you for listening. My name is Marie Blakely. I'm from the Clinical Research Division at Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center. The title of my talk is Naive T-Cell Depletion in Stem Cell Transplantation. I have one relevant conflict of interest to declare. Specifically, I've received compensation from Milteni Biotech, manufacturers of CD45RA immunomagnetic beads for the presentations at conferences and corporate symposium. And Milteni are also contributing to the funding of a clinical trial, a pediatric transplantation and cellular therapy consortium multicenter randomized control trial of naive T-cell depleted peripheral blood stem cell transplantation on which I serve as the principal investigator. Allogeneic hematopoietic stem cell transplantation is curative in many patients with advanced hematopoietic malignancies. Donor T cells facilitate engraftment, protect against opportunistic pathogens and residual disease, but can also cause graft versus host disease with significant morbidity and mortality. Complete T cell depletion can substantially reduce GVHD rates, but also can delay immune reconstitution and increase rates of opportunistic infections and relapse. Murine models have shown that naive T cells consistently cause severe graft versus host disease, while memory T cells cause milder or no graft versus host disease and have critical graft versus tumor function. Informed by experiments performed in murine models of transplantation, clinical trials are being conducted to evaluate naive T-cell depleted peripheral blood stem cell grafts. These trials are showing very low rates of chronic graft host disease and of serious acute GVHD in the HLA-matched transplantation setting with lower frequencies of opportunistic infections than after fully T-cell depleted transplantation and no apparent increase in relapse rates. Randomized clinical trials are ongoing, comparing standard unselected transplantation with naive T-cell depleted peripheral blood stem cell transplantation, and with other promising GVHD reduction strategies. Correlative laboratory studies will clarify how anti-tumor function is retained in naive T-cell depleted transplantation and inform strategies to further augment GVL in patients at a high risk of relapse. Naive T-cell depletion of donor lymphocytes and of haploidentical stem cell grafts are also being investigated. Severe acute and chronic graft-versus-host disease cause significant morbidity, mortality, disability, and social handicap following allogeneic hematopoietic stem cell transplantation. T-cells are central to GVHD pathogenesis. Specifically, donor T-cells are activated by antigen-presenting cells, mainly in the lymph nodes draining the intestinal tract, then proliferate and migrate to epithelial tissues, where they release cytokines and mediate direct cytotoxicity. In HLA-matched transplantation, donor T-cells recognize alloantigen in several forms, including complexes of mismatched HLA molecules and peptide, and minor histocompatibility antigens. In HLA-matched transplantation, donor T-cells recognize minor histocompatibility antigens, 
which are polymorphic peptides presented with HLA molecules on cell surfaces. Most minor histocompatibility antigens arise from non-synonymous polymorphisms that produce single amino acid changes, which alter peptide processing, binding, or TCR contact. High avidity TCR in the donor repertoire can recognize the recipient minor histocompatibility antigens as foreign. Although donor T cells cause graft-versus-host disease in transplantation, they also facilitate engraftment, protect against opportunistic pathogens, and mediate an immune attack on residual malignant cells, known as graft-versus-leukemia or graft-versus-tumor. It is well established that complete T cell depletion, for example, by CD34 cell selection, can substantially reduce rates of acute and chronic graft-versus-host disease. However, pan-T cell depletion can also delay immune reconstitution and increase rates of opportunistic infections and associated complications, such as EBV post-transplantation lymphoproliferative disease. In some reports, pan-T cell depletion was also associated with an increased relapse rate, particularly among patients with more advanced disease pre-transplant. As a result of these complications, the transplantation field moved away from pan-T cell depletion and researchers began developing more selective T-cell depletion approaches. It was recognized that different T-cell subsets might have different potentials to mediate graft-versus-host disease. T-cells can be divided into antigen-inexperienced naive T-cells and antigen-experienced T-cells, including memory and effector T-cells, which are largely comprised of oligoclonal expansions of T-cells specific for pathogen to which an individual has been exposed. The antigen-experienced T-cell populations can be subdivided into central memory T-cells, effector memory T-cells, effector T-cells, and other subgroups according to cell surface phenotype, gene expression, metabolic profile, and function. For simplicity, I will refer to antigen-experienced T-cells as memory T-cells. It was hypothesized that naive T-cells would have a greater capacity to cause GVHD primarily because memory T cells have a more restricted TCR repertoire focused largely on pathogens. And logically, if transplant donor T cells hadn't previously encountered recipient minor antigens, there should be few, if any, minor compatibility antigen-specific memory T cells. However, T cell cross-reactivity between HLA-bound epitopes of pathogens, such as EBV, and alloantigens is well recognized and cross-reactivity of pathogen-specific T cells against minor histocompatibility antigens is also possible, although unproven. Moreover, although naive T cells have an advantage in accessing lymph nodes over some memory T cells, memory T cells could have other properties that promote graft-versus-host disease, including faster homeostatic proliferation during lymphopenia, faster activation in response to antigen stimulation, and less stringent APC requirements. So the hypothesis was that naive T cells would cause more severe graft-versus-host disease, but there were reasons that the converse could be true. Experiments were therefore performed in murine models of bone marrow transplantation to test the hypothesis. The first study to address the potential of naive and memory T cells to cause graft-versus-host disease in murine models was performed by Warren Schlomczyk's group and published in JCI in 2003. Schlomczyk and colleagues employed a CD4-dependent, MHC-matched, minor histocompatibility antigen mismatch chronic GVHD model. They used donor B10 mice and transplanted bone marrow alone 
or with unseparated splenocytes or flow-sorted CD4 naive T cells or CD4 effector memory T cells into BALB-C mice. Mice who received whole splenocytes or naive T cells developed graft-versus-host disease, whereas those that received effector memory T cells or bone marrow alone did not. To ensure that this difference was not caused by different T regulatory cell content, the investigators performed an additional set of experiments in which Tregs were depleted from the naive T cells and effector memory T cells before infusion with the bone marrow into mice. And they observed that the Treg depleted naive T cells still cause graft-versus-host disease, while the Treg depleted effector memory T cells did not. Importantly, in this study, it was also demonstrated that by first vaccinating the donor mice, it was possible to transfer immunity to a model antigen in the effector memory T cells. Multiple subsequent studies were performed by several groups using a variety of murine GVHD models to evaluate the potential of different T cell subsets to cause GVHD. The models used included acute and chronic GVHD, MHC mismatched and MHC matched minor antigen mismatched, and CD4 and CD8 dependent. In every study, naive T cells were demonstrated to have the capacity to cause severe graft-versus-host disease, and in no study did effector memory T cells cause graft-versus-host disease. In some, but not all studies, central memory T cells could cause some graft-versus-host disease with similar pathology, but a more benign course. For example, in further work by the Schlumchick group, CD8 central memory T cells could infiltrate the GI tract and the GVHD pathology scores associated with the central memory T cells were generally similar to those of naive T cells, although with a slight trend towards lower severity. But the mice who received central memory T cells regained weight and the GVHD was rarely lethal. In addition, the CD8 central memory T cells could protect the recipient mice from murine chronic phase CML via recognition of minor histocompatibility antigens. Taken together, this body of work in murine models demonstrated that naive T cells consistently cause GVHD, effector memory T cells never do, and central memory T cells can cause a limited form of GVHD and can contribute to a graft-versus-leukemia effect. Our group studied human T cell responses to minor histocompatibility antigens. We obtained PBMC from siblings, generated monocyte-derived dendritic cells from one sibling, isolated naive and memory T cells from the other sibling, stimulated the T cells with the monocyte-derived dendritic cells, and after 10 days in culture, evaluated the frequency of T cells responsive to target cells of the APC donor and not, not of the T cell donor. In this assay, which measures the precursor frequency of minor histocompatibility antigen-specific T cells, Minor histocompatibility antigen T cells were six to 20 times higher in the naive T cell population than in the memory T cell population. Moreover, after further in vitro expansion, the T cell lines derived from the memory T cells lost their response to minor histocompatibility antigens, while the naive T cell derived lines remained highly cytotoxic. This work suggested that naive T cell depletion was likely to reduce minor histocompatibility antigen-specific T cells and thereby decrease GVHD in humans as well as mice. We then developed a transplantation concept in which we would give stem cells and only memory T cells to reduce the risk of GVHD compared to unselected donor grafts and to improve immune reconstitution compared to pan T cell depleted grafts. 
human naive T cells express the high molecular weight form of the CD45 membrane protein tyrosine phosphatase, CD45RA, whereas most memory T cells do not. So if one depletes the CD45RA positive cells, then substantial numbers of memory T cells specific for pathogens should be retained. We therefore developed a clinical scale method for depletion of CD45RA positive naive T cells using a two-step approach of positively selecting the CD34 positive stem cells and taking the CD34 depleted fraction and depleting it of CD45 RA positive cells. We confirmed that the T cells specific for pathogens were retained after CD45 RA depletion and that they remained functional. We have now performed over 150 selection procedures in preclinical development and clinical trials and have been consistently successful in obtaining target cell numbers, specifically CD34 of more than 5 million per kilo, memory T cells of 10 million T cells per kilo, and less than 50,000 naive T cells per kilo. In the first clinical trial, which I'll come back to, we confirmed that T cell immune reconstitution in naive depleted peripheral blood stem cell transplantation recipients is similar to unmanipulated bone marrow transplantation and significantly higher than in recipients, in recipients of CD34 selected pan T cell depleted peripheral blood stem cell transplantation in the first three months after transplant. Moreover, pathogen specific T cells are transferred with a naive depleted graft and expand in vivo in response to low level viral reactivations, implying in vivo function. In collaboration with Warren Schlumpchik, our group conducted the first clinical trial of naive depletion of PBSC grafts in HLA-matched peripheral blood stem cell transplantation. This study was published in JCI in 2015. Briefly, naive T-cell depleted PBSC were administered after myeloablative conditioning to 35 patients with leukemia in remission who had HLA-matched sibling donors. The incidence of acute graft-versus-host disease was not reduced. However, graft-versus-host disease in these patients was universally corticosteroid responsive. The grade three acute GVHD rate was low at 9%, and grade four GVHD did not occur. Chronic graft-versus-host disease was remarkably infrequent compared to historical rates of approximately 50% with T-cell replete grafts. Memory T-cells in the graft resulted in rapid T-cell recovery and transfer of protective viral-specific immunity. Memory T-cells in the graft resulted in rapid T-cell recovery and transfer of protective viral-specific immunity. Excessive rates of infection or relapse did not occur and overall survival was 78%. We have now completed another two trials of naive T-cell depleted PBSC that include recipients of HLA-matched unrelated donor PBSC and patients who received less intensive conditioning. Taken together, the three studies which have enrolled more than 140 patients have shown a consistent major reduction in chronic GVHD very low rates of serious acute GVHD, and very encouraging GVHD-free relapse-free survival. We have also learned that naive T-cell depletion is technically feasible in the context of unrelated donor peripheral blood stem cell transplantation, and that lower intensity conditioning is sufficient to ensure engraftment of the naive T-cell depleted PBSC.
None of what I have described is definitive evidence that naive depletion reduces chronic GVHD in humans, nor does it shed any light on how naive depletion compares to other strategies of GVHD reduction. So we are now conducting randomized trials that do directly compare naive depleted peripheral blood stem cell transplantation with standard unmanipulated hematopoietic cell transplantation and with other promising GVHD reduction strategies. NCT 0377-9854 is a pediatric transplantation and cellular therapy consortium eight-centered clinical trial that randomizes children with leukemia between naive depleted PBSC and unselected bone marrow transplantation. NCT 0397096 is a multi-center trial for adults or children with leukemia that randomizes patients to one of four arms. Arm A, naive depleted PBSC. Arm B, CD34 selected PBSC. Arm C, PBSC with post-transplant cyclophosphamide. And arm D, PBSC with tacrolimus and methotrexate. Several other research groups are also studying naive depletion of stem cell grafts or donor lymphocyte infusion, DLI, including groups at Stanford, Duke, and St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Stanford investigators have been studying naive depleted CD8 positive DLI informed by their work in murine models in Dr. Strober's lab and others in the field. The group published a phase one clinical trial of CD8 naive depleted DLI for patients with current hematologic malignancy after transplantation. Although it's not possible to draw firm conclusions about the anti-tumor efficacy of the naive depleted DLI because of the nature of the phase one feasibility and safety trial, two of the six patients who achieved complete remission prior to the cell infusion sustained that CR following the infusion for many months, suggesting efficacy similar to unselected DLI. Importantly, among the 15 patients, GVHD was only observed in one patient who developed asymptomatic liver GVHD, implying that naive depleted DLI might be equally effective and less toxic with less GVHD than standard DLI. Similarly, investigators at Duke University have recently published a clinical trial of prophylactic naive depleted DLI informed by murine studies performed at Dr. Chow's lab. In the phase one, two trial, CD45RA depleted DLI was administered at a median of 113 days, range 76 to 280 days, after a T-cell replete transplantation with reduced intensity conditioning, including alemtuzumab or thymoglobulin. Of the 16 subjects treated at different dose levels after the naive depleted DLI, one developed acute GVHD and another developed chronic GVHD supporting the feasibility of this approach. Naive depletion of PBSC is being studied in the context of haploidentical transplantation at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. In a recent publication describing the preliminary outcomes of the first 50 subjects enrolled in an ongoing clinical trial, St. Jude investigators report moderately high rates of acute grade 3-4 GVHD around 28% of the participants, and chronic GVHD of 26%. Interestingly, although the grade three to four GVHD rate was high, most patients survived the GVHD, and the overall non-relapse mortality among patients in remission at the time of transplantation was quite low at 5.6%. This may suggest that even if severe acute GVHD follows naive depleted peripheral blood stem cell transplantation in HLA mismatch transplant, 
it may be relatively treatment sensitive. However, the St. Jude naive depleted haploidentical transplantation results do indicate that memory T cells have the potential to cause severe graft-versus-host disease in HLA mismatch transplantation, possibly due to cross-reactivity of pathogen-specific memory T cells against alloantigens. So further refinement of this approach is required. Of note, in the St. Jude trial, a relatively high dose of memory T cells is being given, with a median of 76 million per kilo, nearly a log higher than we are administering in HLA match transplantation. It would be of interest to investigate the effect of giving a lower dose of haploidentical memory T cells and perhaps delaying the memory T cell infusion for a few weeks after the stem cells to allow time for resolution of the post-conditioning pro-inflammatory state. For example, one could give the memory T cells 30 days after the stem cells rather than one day later in the current protocol. In conclusion, informed by experiments performed in myriad models of transplantation, Clinical trials are being conducted to evaluate naive depletion of stem cell grafts. These trials are showing very low rates of chronic graft-versus-host disease and also low rates of serious acute graft-versus-host disease in the HLA-matched transplantation setting without high frequencies of opportunistic infection, such as are found after pan-T-cell depleted transplantation. Overall, the outcomes of naive depleted transplantation are very encouraging and the human experience is generally consistent with the results of murine experimentation. Interestingly, in some murine studies, acute TVHD was observed when central memory T cells were administered with stem cell grafts, but it was rarely lethal. Similarly, in human trials of naive depleted HLA-matched PBSC, we have not observed a reduction in acute GVHD, but it is rarely severe and typically does not evolve to chronic graft-versus-host disease, suggesting that central memory T cells may be contributing to the limited acute GVHD in humans also. The next critical step is the completion of randomized control trials comparing naive T cell-depleted peripheral blood stem cell transplantation with standard unselected transplantation and with other promising approaches to GVH reduction. One of the important challenges is to understand the graft versus leukemia responses that are retained after naive T cell depleted transplantation with a view to further augmenting GVL in patients at a high risk of relapse. Conceivably, lymphocytes mediating GVL after naive depleted transplantation could include T cells originating in the donor naive population that have escaped depletion, antigen-experienced T cells that have undergone phenotypic conversion to memory-like T cells in the donor, or pathogen-specific memory T cells with cross-reactivity against leukemia-associated antigens, or to minor histocompatibility antigens, or in HLA mismatch transplantation to other alloantigens, respectively. Other lymphocyte subsets involved in GVL after naive depleted transplantation could potentially include NK cells, which are numerically increased after naive depleted transplantation. Laboratory studies to understand GVL and naive depleted transplantation are underway. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to Blood Advances Talks. Please visit bloodadvances.org for more audio reviews and for information on how to subscribe to the Blood Advances Talks podcast. A full transcript of this podcast can be found online. Music for Blood Advances Talks was performed by the Art Topolo Trio and provided by Dr. Art Topolo.
This presentation is copyrighted by the American Society of Hematology. We thank you for listening.